I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today we are talking about when to say yes and when to say no. I love this topic. It's very important. It is something that uh, I consider often, I think maybe more often than most people because of how introverted I am, um, but uh, it's, it's really, the key thing is being able to check in with yourself to see uh, like whether you want to do the thing you're being asked to do or whether you want to be doing the activity, you want to spend time with the person. Like The first step is checking in with yourself to see if it's something that you actually want to do and not... Um, and not feeling like you're obligated or feeling like you have to or if ex- expected of you, like remove those things. That's, that's not what it's about. It's checking in with yourself and seeing how you're, f- you're really feeling about what you're, what, whether you want to say yes or whether you want to say no. Yeah, you want to slow down, like slow way down because we're so trained to say yes or no automatically. And we just hear that expectation from somebody that we're going to say yes, whether it's a family member or a friend, uh, a coworker, a boss. Um, everyone thinks we're going to say yes to everything, especially if you're a woman. We're trained our entire lives to make other people happy. This is where, what it's like in our culture. You're trained to make sure that everybody else's needs are met, everybody else is happy. You are not trained to figure out, what do I want? How am I feeling about this thing? And there are a lot of ways you might be feeling about that thing. You still might say yes to that request, but super, super important to slow way down and figure out what you really want to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because sometimes... Um, I say yes to things even though my immediate response might be no because I know that I should do it and not and not in like a should like I it's expected that it's good it would be good for me (laughs) it's good for me to go do things so like and I I think that's sometimes and and that's part of taking care of myself that sometimes I might want to say no to things due to like I feel like I'm uh, I'm too busy or there's other other stuff that I need to do um or like I want to just keep pushing through whatever I'm working on and then you know then it it, but sometimes you need a break you need to go out and do something sometimes I just need a dragon drink um sometimes you just have to step away and go do something something else and you know a lot of what we talk about does lead back to self-care and like this is one of the key things in leading to self-care is like whether it's about knowing when to stop too like when to say yes and when to say no is also about knowing when to keep moving forward and when to slow down and stop and take a break um and it's about saying yes to yourself and saying no to yourself too because sometimes you want to say yes to things that you know aren't great for you (laughs) well and sometimes you want to say no to things that would be good for you and that's the piece that we we look at a lot Um, because she is an introvert she gets a lot of her needs met uh, for filling herself back up by being alone but particularly this year during the pandemic she realized how much she was saying no to everything and and the truth is she has some friends who are saying no to everything. So she's hardly seen them in over a year. 
Mm -hmm. uh, because they won't do much of anything at all. And that's made her very isolated. And so for her, when we went to Maui for my birthday and she decided because it was my birthday trip, she was going to say yes to everything. Literally. And she was super active because before we went, I said, so what do you not want to do? So I just know before we go, she says, no, it's your birthday. I'm saying yes to everything. I'm like, oh, yes, I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. Uh, and so what we realized is that for her sometimes she needs to slow down and her automatic no might turn into a yes. Yeah. And, and some of our automatic yeses might turn into a no. Mm -hmm. But the important thing is that, like, what are you feeling in your body when you yeah. imagine saying the yes or the no? So for you, when you go to an automatic no, no, I'm not doing that. What are you feeling in your body? It's, it's always nine, nine times out of ten, it's resistance. Um, uh, I, I just, that, that's, that's me. And that's how I, I tend to respond is that I resisted things first. I don't know why. It's kind of like a funny thing that I do. Um, and like this since a small child. I know. It's just, I don't know. It's ingrained in me, apparently, where I want to resist to something before I say yes to it. I don't always say yes immediately. Um, so I have to work through the resistance of uh, saying, uh, for wanting to say no, rather than, you know, going right to the yes, even though it's something that I, like, may kind of want to do. So... Well, and for you, you get so comfortable in your little tiny apartment and in your little life. You know, you're great at cooking for yourself. You're great at entertaining yourself. Yes. You do not need other people in the same way I do, for instance. No. And I don't need other people the same way some of my other friends do. Some of my friends are out every day and every evening of the week and, and the weekend, and that's great. That's not me. I need recharging time. I'm kind of in that middle between introvert, extrovert. So I need that recharging time. So when I get invitations now, I'm really trying to tune in with what I'm feeling in my body first. Mm -hmm. And so when I feel an immediate yes, for me, that's a full body. Oh, that sounds great. I can't wait. That would be so fun. That is the exact group of people I'd like to hang out with. That is the place I'd like to do it. And that's the activity I'd like to do. That's a full-bodied, expansive yes. And when I'm feeling a no, I'm, I'm really tuned into the fact that my body will feel a little tighter. I'll feel like a little um, resistance. Mm -hmm. and, um, and for me, I need to just check in with that. Because I do like my social time. I do like my little COVID pod that I've been hanging out with for this last year. I do like getting out and being with other people, I find that really wonderful. I love deep, fun conversations. And so with some of my friends, they're just light and fun conversations. And sometimes they're really deep and connected, and, and I like a little bit of both. And so I have to think about where I am at the moment and whether the, the, um, the evening or the day will bring me the thing I'm most needing. Um, and so I feel that in my body, you know, and really check into... Does it make me want to breathe a little deeper and go, yeah, that feels good? Or does it make me go, oh, I feel tired already thinking about it. Like that person really drains me. I don't mind them certain times, um, but this week it feels like it would be really draining to hang out with them. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong with it. And you got to just honor whatever you're feeling. You can still decide to say yes or no, even though you've checked in with the feelings and, and all of that. But you gotta really check in with what feels right. Yeah.
Yeah, and and so what you you'll feel in your body will differ because what you what feels good to you is going to differ. So how your response to like what's going to be a hell yes or a hell no is going to be different. Um, so, but like you you got to know yourself to be able to really say yes or really say no to things. Cause if you're not really in, in tune with yourself, you're going to start making really unconscious decisions. And then you're, you might get yourself into some twisted pretzely scenarios that aren't comfy. Um, and, and, and that tends to be from if, when you're, you're trying to like do all of the things, like trying to feel like you're completing all the things you're, you're a part of all of the things. And, um, you know, sometimes you just need a break. I think I don't think we take enough breaks. I, th- I think so. Said the us, introvert. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I I'm aware. I. No, you're super yeah. aware of what yeah. you need, and I, yeah. I think that's really amazing. I think people who are introverted sometimes are even more connected to what they need. Although sometimes I think that they miss out on opportunities because they're not wanting to get out of their comfort zone. Just like the person who's the extrovert who only wants the the big crowds and all of that misses out on some of the quieter intimacy or the intimacy with themselves. Yeah. And I think that as you're looking at different requests of you this week and different opportunities you have, tune into what's a hell yes and what's a hell no. Mm -hmm. Because most of us have a more neutral response to things. It's like, because we just don't know ourselves. I think I'm really glad you said that. Because part of creating an extraordinary life is knowing yourself and loving yourself enough to know what you really want mm-hmm. and what you really don't want. Yeah. So when you think about what's in your way to so a hell yes or a hell no, one of the things for me is a fear of missing out. Mm. You know, so if I say yes when I really feel no, it's often because I don't want to miss out on fun. Uh, especially this year when there's so few opportunities to do that. I feel like I I don't want to miss any opportunity, but sometimes I just need to say no and stay home and under a blanket. And uh, I have to remember that there will be more fun times coming. Mm -hmm. That that's not the last time I can have fun with friends. And if it's going to serve me better to take that time and be under a blanket reading a book, drinking tea, then I should say no. And just really focus on on what feels better inside of me. Yeah. So what other things that are, uh, are sometimes get in people's way to a hell yes or a hell no? Um, besides expectations and whether or not they feel obligated um uh, those are important ones those are important i think you know it's about it's about pleasing other people too that's that's a big one is about pleasing other people especially if you like the other person like not even just like um it could just be you want to be um better friends with them you want to maybe you're romantically interested um that you might be more inclined to say yes to yes to them more often because you're wanting to make them happy and you want them to like you. Um, so it's, it's about the pleasing someone else, but also being liked by other people. So you might be more inclined to say yes to things because you really want people to like you. And so you want to make them happy. And if they're happy, they're going to like you. Yeah. There was a, a friend of mine, um, a little, not close friend, sort of acquaintance friend, um, who was doing these happy hours 
And uh, it was a pretty long trek to get there. And I wanted to go to support her because I love what she was doing. She was really making an effort to build community. And I love that. I want to support that. And so after a while, I had to really look at, okay, are you done supporting her now? Is this still really what you want to be doing? Um, have you created the relationships you want in that group? Is it really the way you want to spend your time? Is it who you want to spend your time with? And um, sometimes it was a yes and sometimes it was a no, but I allowed myself to stop uh, deciding to go every single time just to support her. Mm -hmm. And after, in the beginning, I was fine with it. And then after that, I had to really check in with myself and say, okay, what am I getting out of that relationship? Mm -hmm. Like, is that particular relationship one where I feel like she's supporting me also? Because I'm very much about reciprocal relationships. You and I have that conversation a lot. You know, yes. that I can't be the one doing everything in the relationship. I'm out if that's what we're doing. I'm, and I'm out. And in this particular case, I really enjoyed this person, but there was very little reciprocity. She got into a relationship and, um, and still kept doing the happy hours, but there just wasn't the same energy coming back. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, I'll support it when I feel like it, and I don't have to go if I don't feel like going. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, I didn't even allow myself to think about that. I had to really check in with, you know, why was I doing it? Was I doing it because it was fun for me? Or was I doing it to support her? Uh, was, you know, what were my reasons for going? Was I lonely? Um, was I wanting connection? You know, it doesn't matter what it is. I yeah. needed to really check in with myself about why I wanted to do it and um, whether that reason was valid that day. It's like, so, so some days, just to support a friend, I will do that. I, I have done many things to support a friend. But sometimes I need to just think, well don't really want to do that yeah I really just want to stay home or I want to go have this quiet evening with this other friend or I want to go on a hike with somebody else or I want to go to a drive to the beach you know whatever it is but if you're really tuning into where you're going to get a hell yes or a hell no you got to look at your fear of missing out you got to look at what other people think or what you think they will think yeah because a lot of times people aren't thinking about you at all you think they are. You think they're going to miss you. You think that they're going to be disappointed you're not there. And and it does feel good when people like send me a little text saying, oh, I wish you were here. And, and I was like, yeah, I wish I were there too, but I really need to be here because I feel better being yeah. over here. And um, my life is so much better with making those conscious decisions. And I think that's one of the things you and I have talked about in terms of creating extraordinary lives. It's about being able to make conscious decisions, like take care of our responsibilities but there's lots of ways to take care of your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And so being able to do a hell yes or a hell no might mean you do something a little bit differently. It might mean you ask for help doing the laundry. It might mean instead of cooking for your in-laws, you order takeout. It might mean instead of doing the laundry yourself all the time, mm -hmm. you enlist somebody else's help. Even the littlest kids can help with that. Even the most backward laundry phobic spouse can help with something. And the thing is, we sometimes don't accept other help because we like to do it ourselves the way we like to do it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I load the dishwasher and Sarah reloads it. <laughs> I don't care. You think she's lying, but she's not. I'm not. I don't care. No. I, I, you know, she doesn't approve. I don't really care. Like, I, I load it the way it's my house. I load my dishwasher the way I want to load my dishwasher. And I don't feel offended if she wants to reorganize it. She's very good at organizing. And so it just doesn't bother me. I reorganize it to fit more stuff in there. Like, that, that, that's context. <laughs> like, that, that's why. 
Sometimes. Sometimes you like the way something is, is facing better than another way. It's very funny. Tetris? Yes. Yes, you were very good at that. You are very good at that. So the other thing I think we want to look at when you're looking at are you a hell yes or a hell no, is it related to the lifetime of expectations and conditioning you have? Because as women particularly, we are geared toward pleasing others. And I'm glad you said earlier the people-pleasing thing. Yeah. We're geared toward pleasing others. And it's like, that's fine if it's also pleasing yourself. But I want you to look first at the conditioning, the expectations about that. My father um, and my mom were divorced for many years, and she he was married to this woman who was from a culture where the men were always taken care of first. The men were fed first. The men were cared for first. If there was anything left over, then the women got it. And I, I, she was at my house for my birthday one time, and she wouldn't have anything until she made sure that all the men in the room had their birthday cake. It was fascinating to me. And it's just, that I wasn't raised with. But to watch someone else the, that was raised that way that never, ever thought about what she wanted, never thought about what her conditioning was or what her family and cultural expectations were, she just did it. Unconsciously, she just did it. And so that's the part we want to look at because I want my life to be lived consciously. Yeah. I want to make conscious choices about how I have raised you, how I interact with you now, yeah. what we do together in business, and what we do together in our personal life. I want it to be very conscious. Yeah, and there's and there's such a difference between living an unconscious life versus a conscious life. Like you you are going to be aware of every decision you make, and because you're you have that awareness, that self-awareness, you can um you're going to be thinking through each decision that you make differently than if you're doing it unconsciously because a lot of the unconscious decisions are the impulsive ones. That's that's where the... that's I mean, that's what basically impulsive means, that you do something without thinking about it. That's an unconscious decision where you do something impulsively. How often do you do stuff that's really impulsive? Like, I feel like sometimes we just, we're like, oh, I'll go do this, or I'm going to go do this. You know, I feel like we... Like, we often make impulsive decisions, but it's when all of your decisions tend to be, like, impulsive, when you're not grounding it into any sort of thought about how you feel about the decision, if it's something that you really want to do, where you're, you're like, picking it apart, basically, to figure out, oh, um, wait a second, is this something that I really want? Um, and, like, as a, like, my friends make up a lot of impulsive decisions, um, and I'm not sure if that's just because of the age group that we're in, but, um, but, uh, it's, it's really interesting to see like where they make super impulsive decisions. Um, but it's, I, I, it, but it's, again, this is something that you can learn. It's not like, um, uh, like you're, you're like, you're always going to make impulsive decisions. Um, some of them are good. Well, and plenty of people of all ages make impulsive okay, decisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's so just... I, I don't think it's just an age thing. Uh, I think that there is also something about not wanting to slow down and consciously make a choice. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's. I think that's where it's more going with. Yeah, so it, it's short term, um, short term reward. And you can't really think about what the long term is. Instant, they're wanting instant gratification. Yeah, 
Uh, it's, yeah. It plays into instant gratification and also lack of planning. So they're not a lot of a lot of people aren't taught how to plan ahead, like far ahead. So they make super decisions based on the now and not on, also on uh, the future. So. Yeah, and, and that is not an easy skill. You had a really hard time with that. I, I can't remember how many planners we went through helping you learn how to plot out assignments and to budget the time to get them done. It took me until senior year of college to figure it out. Yeah, it was, and, and we tried all kinds of things mm -hmm. to, to help you um, sort that out. Uh, and honestly, you did a lot better than a lot of your peers in college. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine how some of them lived because uh, <laughs> I've met some of them that would be up all night in front of every single assignment, like every single one, they never planned ahead to get them done. Yeah. And some of them were really bright and got it to work, but the stress on them was unbelievable. Oh yeah, see that that's what made me not want to want to do that because yeah. it's the level of stress that you get from not planning. I think that was the biggest motivator for learning how to plan. Honestly, was not feeling so stressed about things. Um, uh, so there's like a combination of of it's you know, consciously thinking about the decision that you're making, like picking it apart, figuring out why, what your, why you had the immediate response that you did and whether that's the response you want to actually stick with. Because um, there's a saying that like the first thought in your head in response to something is what you've been conditioned to think. And so like make sure that's something that you want to follow through with. Um, and then and it's just about, you know, checking with yourself. And, you know, make sure that you're, you're aware of the decision that you're making. Yeah, so just to recap, how do you get yourself to a hell yes or a hell no? Some things will be a little bit more middle of the road. No. But see what you can do to get to a hell yes or a hell no. So do you want to do the laundry today? Hell yes, I have nothing to wear tomorrow. So I would love to do the laundry today because I don't want to wear my dirty, stinky clothes. Or hell no, I still have more clothes in the, the drawers, in the closet. I don't need to do the laundry today. I'm going to wait. Am I worried about missing out on something? Am I worried about what people are going to think or what I think they're going to think? Are, are these just conditioned responses? Mm -hmm. You know, why am I wanting to say yes or no? And if I say yes, do I feel great? If I say no, do I feel contracted? Because sometimes when you're saying no, it, you really should be saying yes. And so if you're saying no, really look at why you're saying no. And I, I had a friend who we were planning, a, a, several of us were planning a trip, and she said, I, I don't want to go. And I said, really? I said, well, why? I just don't want to go. I said, well, that's okay, because you know, we, we say no as complete sentence, but I, I know you pretty well, and you usually have a reason why you don't want to do something. And the things we were talking about doing were hiking, pickleball, and... and um, playing around the water, doing something, kayaking or whatever. And she said, I'm not really an outdoorsy person. And I said, these are all the same things we've been doing during the whole pandemic. And she said, yeah, but I'm really not that outdoorsy and I just don't want to go. I said, great. I just wanted to know because I wanted to know if she didn't like the configuration of people who were going mm -hmm. um, or if she didn't want to travel that far or, or what it was. And I realized that during the pandemic, she's done a lot of the things that were available to us but really she loves a lot of other things more. And as those things are starting to open up more, I think she wants to do those things more than she wants to do the things that we've been doing. Because the outdoorsy stuff is what's been open to us. 
and yeah, and, it's also the safer, and it's, it's the safer been the safer too. choices. So, uh, and I have a, a niece who told me once that she was saying yes to every single time certain friends in her life were asking her to help with things or do things or whatever, mostly help with things. And she realized there was never any reciprocity, never any invitation to do something fun, never any response to an invitation she put out to go out and do something fun. And so she said, as much as I hate to not be the one that's always there and available and helpful, she said, I'm pulling back. And I, I don't want to put that out all the time to people who don't respect it and don't want to honor that. I want people in my circle that honor that. And um, I was like, yes, I, I love when the younger generation is learning reciprocity. That's and, uh, you know, there are certain people that I will always say yes to. If I can help, I will. And other people that if it's convenient, I will. I, I just don't have the same uh, re reciprocal relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm a lot of it is about building on the relationships where there is mutual interest and in supporting each other and uh, exploring other relationships to see who else might be interested in having that. And COVID has made it hard in our area to create those uh, other relationships and to be safe doing it. And so I think that a lot of us have done things we didn't want to do. And it wasn't whether it was conscious or unconscious. It was it was just there. Yeah, it was like one of the few options available. Yeah. Um, and so that's been really interesting is through the course of the pandemic is that our options have been very, very limited. And yeah. we like to believe that, you know, that you do always have a choice for doing things. There are always options. But just because of this global freaking crisis, there have been so much fewer options than what we normally have. So it's making do with what options are available. And sometimes you get bored with the current options. <laughs> Yeah, nothing else to do. Even if it's stuff that you really love and people you really love, yeah. it's like, oh, I need some new stimulation. Yeah, so, you just gotta yeah. you gotta switch it up sometimes, and that's the other thing too. It's like we we again, it's it's uh, going back to making a conscious decision of how how are you just falling into a pattern of saying yes, yeah, uh, or doing certain things with certain people, or saying no, or saying no. <laughs> um, like, how can you switch it up? Because you because. Um, breaking habits can feel good because it, it spins things around and you do something different and something different can be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, just pay some attention, be conscious, look at yourself and say, what do I feel? Do I want to say yes this week to this thing? Do I want to say no to this thing? And you're allowed to change your mind and you're allowed to have whatever feeling you want and you're allowed to do something other than what people expect of you or what you think they expect of you. Agreed. And until next time, we love you. Mm -hmm. Mwah.